Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Gab Helen. Welcome to episode two of Porn and Coffee with uh, me, Thomas Gavel. I'm from Plug Rush. I'm sitting here in lovely cold, rainy, windy Bergen, Norway. And my co-host is Jay, all the way over in Austin. How are things, buddy? You know what? I think uh, we have the same weather report. It's pretty cold and rainy over here as well. I just don't think the landscape is as nice where uh, where I'm at compared to where you're at. <laughs> Do you have any snow coming anytime soon? <laughs> no. I don't, you know, we get snow here like maybe once every five to ten years. This could be the year we actually get some snow, but we get teased by it every year. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I never could expect any snow in Texas, but okay. It's episode yeah. two, man. We have a guest. Who is coming on today? He's going to be our guinea pig or our sucker for the week. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll bet you if we polled the industry, I would bet 10 to 20% would guess this person correctly. Because who's always first and a go-getter and ready to just jump on things? Absolutely. It's Mr. Joey, man. Joey. Joey Gabbard. And uh, do you remember the first time you ever met him? To be him? honest with you, I don't. He came out of nowhere. <laughs> I really, I have no clue where this guy came out of. But when he did, he hit the ground running. He exploded onto the scene. And then he just became common. I mean, it was like, okay, yeah, there's Joey. Yeah. So Joey is the CEO of A Feel For You. And also, he is Businessman of the Year for the Mobile Company of the Year. Is there more? Mm-hmm. I think there were more. Yeah, I'm sure uh, we can get all that scoop from him, as well as some inside stuff that maybe a lot of people don't know about Joey. So we're going to try to go in depth a little bit. I think first we will refill our cup of coffee, because it's pouring coffee, so we need coffee first. And we have a little word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Porn and Coffee. While our hosts refill, here are a few words from our sponsors. PlugRush.com a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. PlugRush.com, moving traffic forward. Thanks for being our first uh, guest on Porn and Coffee. Everyone, Joey Gabra. Hey, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for being here. Everyone knows Joey Gabra from uh, A Fill For You. And uh, you know what? Let's just jump right into things. We have some questions for you. And I'd like to start out by giving you just, you know, if you can, give everyone like the two-minute elevator pitch. Tell us what A Fill For You does, what your role is within the company, and uh, who and how people can do business with you. Um, I have an affiliate program, essentially, that uh, has a primary focus on monetizing mobile traffic, which is obviously sort of the big buzz over the last couple of years, let's say, really trying to maximize your your mobile potential, let's say, in, in terms of your traffic and, and your product. So what we do, uh, essentially, is as an affiliate program is we've created a platform with uh, several offers and white labels that utilize our own mobile billing technology. It's uh, what essentially is the best way to collect money from users um, via mobile uh, as opposed to a credit card or some sort of alternative payment solution. Um, so with our mobile billing platform, we're able to do that in a more effective and efficient manner. Um, 
covering over, I believe, 200 countries now around the world uh, where we can help with that. And uh, essentially anybody with with mobile traffic, really, if you've got a mobile product, if you have mobile traffic, uh, if you are in the works of building out a mobile strategy and you need a good solution, um, all those things really kind of fall under our wheelhouses to where we can work with you and help you and uh, maximize your, your revenue potential in terms of uh, what you're doing in the mobile space these days. Okay, cool. It sounds like we're under attack by aliens, too. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I want to know, actually, a little bit going back to the start. Uh, We talked about that in the first episode with me and Jay, but uh, how did you get into the industry after all? Uh, I got into the industry. It's actually, I'll be going on about, um, what are we, 2015? So it's been about nine years, ten years now I've been in adultspace.com, um, which was one of the first, I believe, or at least one of the earliest uh, adult social networks, which uh, I came in during the launch of version one. And uh, by the time we got to version three, we were upwards of 2 million members. Um, and this is where I really exposed myself to adult traffic, uh, SEO, Google AdWords, all the things that were sort of what was making our business tick back in the time and when, when we were really starting to learn how how to manage and monetize traffic better. Um, so I started there. Um, I was an SEO guy in uh, mainstream for quite a while before that, and I was poached by this company to come work in the adult space. And uh, after adult space, I, I around 2007, um, right after the iPhone launched, we saw a lot of neat things happening you know, in terms of technology and, and mobile products and mobile websites and apps and things like that. And the adult uh, space being as innovative as it is was, was already starting to make a big leap into that direction. And that's where I wanted to go. So um, I went on to move, uh, move in with a company called Twistbox, which uh, some of you may have heard of. Yeah. Uh, these, they're, they're making a, a little bit of a company. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I started with them. Things started growing rapidly from there. Uh, we went on to move uh, to another company over in England uh, by the name of AMV, uh, which is which was actually co-owned with Twistbox. Um, moved me to England for a little while, and uh, there was a rapid transition going in mobile and in technology and in, in the whole in the whole space in general. And I had been all this time a marketing guy, kind of sitting behind the desk, really plugging away, doing the SEO thing. And I really felt like I had a better home, um, sort of on the front lines, doing the sales and really, really getting out there and delivering the message and, and helping people understand the product better from, from a different perspective. And so I wanted to get more involved in the sales side of things. And, and an opportunity came up for me with the company that I'm with now. I feel for you, was the largest in France uh, at the time and is still the largest in France and now in several other countries. And uh, they needed somebody to kind of head a, a campaign for them in terms of growth into new territories and uh, and really getting the brand out there since since they had built this technology and they wanted everybody in our space to know about it. And it was it was seemed like a right fit for me. So yeah, fast forward to now. Here I am. Wow. <clears throat> you know, it's a, uh, definitely an interesting ride that you had that, you know, I was very unaware of, uh, but it all makes <laughs> sense to me now that I hear it, you know, and you also bring up a point, um, you know, about marketing. I think there's a lot of similarities, actually, between the three of us, of course, with me being the ugliest and the oldest of the three of us, but never mind that. 
I think the thing that's interesting to note here is that, you know, the three of us and many other people in this industry, which didn't used to be a thing in the earliest days, was that we all attend a lot of shows. We're all, you know, we use our face for marketing. Uh, we're really just trying to be everywhere at once. And it requires a lot of energy. And one thing that's, you know, always a concern when you're doing stuff like that is, uh, you know, burning out. You either get too tired or you need to rejuvenate somehow. How do you, and of course, if there's illegal drugs being involved here, we don't want to know about that. But tell me, <laughs> how do you maintain your level of enthusiasm and marketing uh, and just ability to kind of be in more than one place at a time, Joey? Yeah, that's actually, <clears throat> that's a good question. Uh, and I, I, I often wonder about a lot of people in our industry who are able to do that. Um, for me personally, the the real, the truth is, and this is a super cheesy answer, guys, but um you know, it doesn't feel like work to me, for starters. I really, really do love our business. I do love uh, the company that I am a part of. And um, it, what it really comes down to is is I believe in it. You know, I, it's something I genuinely feel strongly about. And it's easy for me to, to get out there and talk about it and share that with people. Again. So I guess, you know, it's, it's that. It's the fact that I love what we're doing. I love what I'm selling. Um, I do really, really enjoy this work, so it's it's not something like a grind, as some some people might describe it. Sure. And that's kind of that's kind of what it comes down to, you know. And getting out there right now, I've been doing so many of these shows. Um, a lot of the people, including you guys, I really, I really have gotten a lot friendlier with. I've gotten to know well enough that uh, you know that it's more, it's become more of a social gathering in certain aspects and i'm seeing more of these people more than i see my own friends who live two three miles down the road from me um and and this really is part of uh you know a business circle and a social circle and people who i look forward to seeing and um you know if i have to get on a long flight to go out and play with my friends every once in a while then there's no harm in that right on uh, and i get i get the bonus of doing a little work while i'm at it so uh yeah no it, it, it's it's at the moment it's easy it's 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 a lot of moving around and I think you guys can all relate it gets pretty exhausting but yeah that's key you really have to enjoy what you're doing and it also helps if you really enjoy the industry at large you know I mean you can like people and you can like the travel and the opportunities but you also really have to like the product thing that I got right, right right and you know you talk to a lot of content providers who've been in it for a long time you know and they're just numb to looking at naked women and they're numb to you know porn and sex acts and uh, yeah, I think that would really be uh, that would be difficult to deal with if it came down to where it's just like yeah, just not into the product anymore, and it would kind of show through, you know? Yeah, agreed. We talked a lot about the the, the social uh, socializing and part of that, and 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 one of the things that at least you two guys do that I think is um, fantastic is uh, when you all go on the on a scene together to jam. You you have some music background too, Joey, don't you? I do. I have a very long music background. <laughs> well. While we want to keep this podcast at a reasonable length, I think people will really get a rush out of hearing what your background is because you didn't just suddenly learn how to play guitar and it's like, oh, hey, cool, Joey has these skills and here he is up on stage at you know, the next European Summit or whatever. Why don't you give us a little right. bit of a peek into your background uh, musically? Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's basically, you know, I started when I was a kid, like everybody else, probably I think 11, 12 years old. Uh, uh, I started playing guitar took a real, real strong interest in it, and, and it led into a, a, an even bigger interest in stringed instruments in general. So I had actually started taking on other things like the violin and the harp and bass and piano. Um, yeah, took some, some odd ones, but, but I, I, I kind of kept 
going back to the guitar because at the end of the day, I really, truly loved rock and roll. Um, and, uh, been playing in bands, you know, since I was a teenager and doing the whole, the usual thing you hear about playing out of your garage, playing at your friends' parties. And, uh, by the time I hit my early twenties and I really, you know, established a, a good enough skill set in terms of writing and, and performing and playing, um, I started taking it a lot more serious and I, I did really have every intention of becoming a big famous rock star one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put together quite a few decent bands, um, gone on some tours, released probably about six or seven albums, mm-hmm. um, two bands, which some of you out there may or may not have heard of that I've actually played in and toured with and, uh, kind of gone through the typical record business ringer where you, you know, you get your record deals, you get your money, you don't sell enough records, the record company blacklists you, the whole thing. You know, we had a few random hits and a few random movie soundtracks that we'd been able to do over time. And uh, I would say that I did have a ton of fun, but to, to say that it was anywhere near a long-term lifetime career and, you know, in terms of money and, and, and comfortability, that didn't happen. You know, it was it's, it's a constant struggle, but did really and still do really love playing music. Such a huge passion for rock and roll and punk rock and, and all that stuff that I was playing for such a long time that I kept it going for quite some time, just kind of on the side because it was something I needed to be doing to kind of keep my creative juices flowing. Yeah, so that's kind of where it is now. You know, I still I still play in a few uh, bands with some buddies of mine now. Um, we screw around. You'll you obviously see us at the shows, some, some of the industry guys who, who are musicians and including Jay, who will, like like you said, Thomas, just kind of get up and jam and, and have a good time. And well, let me ask you, are you willing to, are you willing to name drop any uh, famous people or bands or anyone that you work directly with? Uh, yeah. You may have heard of a band called Eve Six. Uh, we a couple of pretty large size singles uh, in the early, I'd say late 90s, uh-huh. early 2000s, uh-huh. which would probably be the one you'd know of the most. Uh, I've got a band called Ac- Immaculate Mess, which had a decent run in Germany because of a soundtrack that we did for a soccer movie, oddly enough. So that would be a lot less likely. Maybe a few random Europeans who know the movie might know the song and, th- and that would be it. But yeah, that'd probably be it in terms of what people have heard of. Uh, I've toured with bands called uh, Bird, which was a band that opened for the cult for a little while when the cult made a small reunion about 10 years ago. Yeah, so I've gotten to do some pretty neat things. It, it's a long list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. No, thank you. I just wanted to paint yeah. that picture, and I'm glad you shared because when people see you guys on stage, many will think like, "Okay, they are good players," but but why? Is it just a hobby? It's like no, they were fucking professionals back in the day. <laughs> so it's yeah. so fun to like yeah, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, but it was neat. Let's get let's get back into mobile. Sure. Mobile is your thing now, and uh, let's talk more about uh, mobile for 2016. Uh, you kind of have your finger on the pulse there. What, uh, what do you think? Where are we heading? You know, it's, uh, it's an interesting question that comes up a lot now as well. It's, um, it's evolving so quickly that I can give you an idea of what I think is going to happen. And more often than not, we're right, but only for a few minutes because it, it comes and goes so quickly. So, you know, the direction things are going, um, I think, as we can all see, is, is big on the payment solution side. So we see... A lot of really great billing that's evolving constantly. Um, it could be new alternative methods of billing that fall into the lines of an Apple Pay type of a solution or or something new and innovative that's, that's out there that's making it more fast, efficient, and safe to collect money from a user. So I see that uh, as being a, a fairly large movement uh, movement in, in 2016. I see the way we view 
the content as a, a big movement as well. We're we're mobile devices are growing and changing, and I mean that literally. They're they're getting larger and they're becoming more reactive and responsive and more like you know a full blown computer in your hand. Um, and they're stronger and faster and more powerful. And so there's the way we deliver content and the way we view it and the quality of which we can appreciate that content. Um, so there's so many things. I couldn't quite put my finger on one thing because it's going to happen fast and it's going to, you know, it's going to change a lot in, in a matter of a short period of time. But yeah, I think I think the big one is how we monetize. So I feel like we're going to start seeing a lot of big a lot of big movement in the billing space and and how people are going to start collecting money from the users out there and finding more ways to make it uh, interesting to to monetize the traffic that we're all getting. I tell you, it's always better to see a big movement in the mobile billing space than one right there on the sidewalk. That's always nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because mobile billing is really a hot topic, and and we as a traffic company too um, see sees that a lot. People are buying the three G traffic and needs to get the correct traffic for the correct carrier and stuff. And some of the the billing companies they they are very uh, very aggressive. I will say um, they are in for the they see the money right there. They go in and take yeah. it, and then you have the the one that are in more long term. They are more patient. They want to earn money. They don't want to kill the market, as they say. Correct. What is your view on this? What, what do you think? Where should where should we go? Um, you know, to be honest, we that's that's a it's a really interesting point too because we do have a different sort of methodology about how how us our company as a business sees things. We're, we're definitely in it for the long term. Uh, some people may know we, you know, we're, we're sort of the sleeping giants. We've been around almost 12 years um, and, and fairly strong, but because we are a lot more interested in the long term game, we've always been happy to kind of take the smaller margins and, and play it a little bit safer in terms of how we react to the market and how the ma- the market can definitely react to us and things that we do. So my view is, you know, go low and slow. We have such a deep connection with the mobile carriers uh, as a company that even if we wanted to be aggressive, we couldn't. You know, they, they, uh, the regulations and the compliance uh, that's being issued out there is affected by things that companies like mine do. So we need to play it safe. We need to kind of make sure that every time we do something, it's not too aggressive. And we're not in there just to smash and grab and take the biggest profit margin we can right up front, not only because of the money, but because of how that will affect the industry it'll affect us it'll affect the other players in the game um so the safer we can play it and the slower we go and and sort of comply with what our regulators tell us to comply with the better things will be because so, it's not all up to you because there is so many players no. in the game so if somebody else fucks up and then one country is down for everybody and and you need to deal with that absolutely yeah you know and so there's, there's a few you know there's always a few things you got to do to remain competitive I think we all do it, you know, in terms of how we pay, what we pay, that kind of thing. And we've got to make sure that we're delicate about that because we don't want to to kill the traffic space and we don't want to kill the products. And so you you do need to strategically remain competitive. Um, that's the real challenge in our game now. And a lot of what I like seeing is that companies that we would typically call competitors are becoming friendly competitors. You know, we're finding ways to, to coexist and work together to help benefit each other instead of nudging each other out of the market. See, that is um, so important. I mean, I can't stress the importance of, of playing well with others. Oh, yeah. So uh, I like seeing things going in that direction. I'm not in a rush to make, you know, 
tons and tons and tons of money. We've done a good enough job for the last 12 years kind of creeping up there and, and you know, making our mark and establishing our footprint um, throughout the world. And, uh, you know, I think we keep going that way, in my opinion. I, you know, I think there will be a few uh, odd men out that might try and throw us a left, you know, a left curve here and there that we're not ready for. But, you know, uh, the good, the good and the strong companies like ours and, and, and yours and the, and the few out there, we, we know how to kind of get through that kind of thing. And it's, it's, again, it's becoming a lot less of an issue than it used to be. So I, I think as long as everybody plays nice together, I think we stand a chance to, to really stick it out a while and do well. That is definitely, definitely words to live by. But you know what? I got one last question. Joey, do you have an industry crush at all? <laughs> Ooh, the, <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd say my industry crush, it depends of, you know, my favorite person on the planet to be around when we get, when we get out into these shows. And there's a number of reasons why I can, I'll try to make it short, but, um, you know, Steve Winyard from ICM registry, many of you have probably seen him and I, uh, walking arm in arm at a lot of these events. Um, but the thing about Steve, and, uh, I think I tend to appreciate this a lot. It's, and it's also been a lot of the people that I surround myself with who have similarities, you know, he's, uh, he's a grinder and a fighter, you know, he kind of had to come and, and, waft through a lot of shit because people didn't agree and still don't with with the business he's putting out there and what he's what he's what he's pushing is a you know the domain registrar and the triple x dot triple x's and all those other tlds and i appreciate it we've had a lot of long 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 drunken nights of discussing may not 100 percent agree with everything but i I sure as hell appreciate what he's doing um and and his fight and his his drive to do that um so i respect him for one and that's part of the reason he would be an industry crush. The other part of it is uh, him and I are peas in a pod. We're a lot of like he's a musician. Um, we're hustling salesmen at the end of the day. We're we're you know we're we're big mouths and big faces and big eaters and big drinkers. And so we we have a lot of commonalities that I like. And so I'd say for now um, he's my industry crush. Well, Steve you know what? We, we all have several <laughs> crushes, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with a little man love every now and then. No, no, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Thomas, Joey, I think we're kind of coming to a close here so that we keep this a, a reasonable distance. But honestly, Joey, I think you've got enough of a story where we can keep people engaged for hours here. Thank you so much, Joey. It's been a pleasure to have you on here. And have a great day at work, man. And I want to I say thank you as well. I appreciate uh, you know a- having me on and being the uh, first guest of what I think is going to be something very awesome and important that you guys are doing. So I really hope you stick with it because this is cool and I think it's a good way to, to really expose – our industry more to the rest of the world out there and, and and i love something like this so i think it's cool and i want to just let you know i appreciate that thanks man all right we'll see ya see ya thank you for listening to porn and coffee be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week